This call is now being recorded. I thought they were fixed. They were not. Well, I think Kanye just wants to date himself, but since he can't do that, he's like, what's he can the kind of, We're like grandmas, you know, but young. Yes, we're young grandmas. Hey guys, it's Katie and Candace, and this is Well, We Tried. <laughs> Oh, I don't think that'll ever not be awkward. ASMR. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. What if that's how we get every episode like this? You are now listening to Well, We Tried. Ding, 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 ding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> welcome back. So sorry for that very creepy intro, but I think we're going to keep that in there because <laughs> that's just what it. we do. Yeah. Um, so today's topic that we decided to talk about is mm-hmm. something that is near and dear to our hearts and something that we both have four plus years of experience in. Yeah. And <laughs> that is Sorority Life! You can't see, but we both have on our um, Greek letters, our letter T-shirts. Yeah. Um, and so we just kind of want to. We wanted. To, we can talk for hours about mm-hmm. sorority life. What you know, what it means to be in a sorority. Um, but we're not going to do that. But we just, we do want to just kind of go over like our experiences, yeah. what we've learned from it, um, the truth. Like, well. Not the truth, as in if it's a lie, but like <laughs> what people don't tell you, I guess, mm-hmm. in a sorority. Which you, you don't really know until you're already in there. Yeah, when you're already like two installments of your dues deep, like <laughs> stuff that you wish you were like, oh, I wish someone would have told me that. Um, so we're going <laughs> to tell you this right now. And if you're in a sorority, um, then hopefully you relate to some of the stuff we're saying. And again, everyone has a different experience. So if this is not your experience, then like, hey, you know, sorry, like. That's good. Um, But we're not going to like bash any sorority either because I genuinely love my sorority and I love Mm -hmm. what sorority life stands for. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a sorority and you're listening, welcome. And let's get uh, right into it, Katie. (laughs) Okay, well, you joined first. So 2014 uh, is when I joined. It was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that was so long. I mean, you're not like six years ago. Almost six years ago. That I joined. It was like, was it September? I think is when recruit we had recruitment, <clears throat> and I was a little bit older. I was what twenty years old when I went up there to UAA because I kind of took a small break in between high school, and I already had a friend, a really close friend, <clears throat> one of my best friends, and she was in the other sorority, and so she talked me up. You know, she told me all about it, so I was already interested. I wasn't. There are a lot of people in our sorority who had no idea what any of it was and just kind of blindly came to recruitment. I don't remember if that's how you were. Cause you, did you know much about sororities before recruitment? Um, I knew, I didn't know. No, not really. I only knew kind of like what you see in the movies, which I think is a mm-hmm. lot of people's case. Um, and I was really like, like, oh, like, I know sororities, but, like, that's not me. Like, I'm not a sorority girl. Mm-hmm. You won't catch me being a sorority girl. <laughs> Little did I know I'd become the president. But, like, 
I, I, uh, I didn't know like too much and like no one in my family is in a sorority. Well, my Thea, she's in a, um, she's in Kappa Delta Chi, but I mean, she never like talked about anything. So I just knew mm-hmm. what was shown by like the media and like movies and stuff. Like the cliche stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. <clears throat> it was nice that she was able to sit there and like kind of tell me all about it, you know, more especially specifically to our campus because we were a smaller campus so like the stuff that you see in the movies that's like those giant southern campuses where they have like the multi-million dollar houses and all this <laughs> stuff. totally different experience <laughs> than what we got <clears throat> but it almost kind of hurt me I mean in the end it all worked out but going through recruitment it kind of hurt me that I already kind of knew her and I knew a lot of people in her sorority and stuff like that. So I felt like I was kind of jaded and I don't, I, I don't know. I kind of like wish I could go back and just be like, go into it. Like really like, I don't know, like just pretend like you don't know anything because I didn't find myself listening or I guess paying attention enough during recruitment. Cause like I already had my mind made up, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's like something that we always, uh, would tell the potential new members it's like you're looking for your home so like yeah. be open-minded even if you have friends and you know ex-organizations like stay open-minded and mm-hmm. and gravitate towards where you feel most at home mm-hmm. um, and I I moved to Alaska not knowing anyone so when I like drug my roommates to open house um, that like Friday night I had no idea like the difference between both. I mean, each organization, and for those listening, we only have two sororities on campus. So it's um, our sorority, which we haven't even mentioned yet, uh, Sigma Sigma Sigma. Oh, yeah, Trace Sigma. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. And um, the other sorority is um, Alpha Sigma Alpha, the lovely ladies of ASA. So there's only two. And basically open house, like each sorority gets a chance to like – give some speeches about you know what the the organization has done for them and so that's Mm -hmm. all I was basing things off of because I didn't like unlike you I didn't know anyone in either Mm -hmm. sorority Um, Um, so I was just kind of looking at it from more of like a kind of like a business perspective because I'm a business student or I was a business student so I was kind of like which organization is gonna like where can I grow the most just like that first day I was kind of thinking like okay okay obviously throughout the week it was became more emotional, like, oh my God, I love it here. I, I feel so at home, you know? But <laughs> yeah. the first night I was more like, I guess, skeptical, like, hmm, you know, I don't know. Like, they seem real nice, but like, everybody seems nice when you first meet them. Right. You know? Right. Um, Everyone's then, extra nice at recruitment. <laughs> <laughs> we all have recruitment voices, like, oh my God, that is so cute. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what would you say you like more, going through recruitment as a potential new member or going through recruitment as, like, in this world, as a member? Honestly, I oh, – well, I would have to say going through recruitment as a new member because it's less stress. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone's catering to you and wants to make <laughs> you happy and be your friend. And so you're just, like, sitting there going, okay. Like, <laughs> you just have to sit there just, like – listen to all of it and it's really nice whereas if you're a member you're like up like late late hours for like entire week and you're just like you're missing out on schoolwork and you're just 
all the arts and crafts and having to make yourself look nice every the glitter, single day. The glitter that is on your floor that you cannot sweep up ever. Yeah. So if yeah. I had to say that, I would I would be going as a new member. But I also went through it. I did, on the sorority side, I did recruitment two different ways. Oh, I was on You're on Panhellenic. Mm-hmm. And, and for those who don't know, Panhellenic is like the governing body over the sororities on campus. Um, so it's like, it's made up of both sororities. Um, and I was on Panhellenic, what, two years? I did two years of it. And what that means too is that as new members, like when I joined, Katie was on Panhellenic. And so I didn't know when you're on Panhellenic, you um, disaffiliate with your sorority. Yeah. So she didn't wear any letters. She like was non-existent on any of the sorority pages, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook. So as a new member, I didn't know which sorority she belonged to. And I guess their, you know, their job is to kind of guide and help the potential new members figure out where they're supposed to be um, and not be biased, which is the whole point of Panhellenic. Yeah, because Panhellenic is the group. We are the ones who are putting on the formal recruitment. So the two sororities aren't doing it necessarily. It's the Panhellenic that's doing it, and they're just kind of showing up and doing their own separate events with amongst the whole recruitment period. Um, So it is nice to have those people who are just that unbiased. We're here to help you find whichever sorority you belong in kind of thing. And I did that twice. I did that just as a regular delegate. And then I did that as Panhellenic president. And I have to say, it's really nice. It's stressful. But once everyone's in their rooms doing the recruitment stuff, we just get to sit there. And it's so nice. <laughs> well, everyone inside all the sorority girls are like freaking out. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. where'd the streamers go? But yeah. we had drama of our own. We definitely had our own share of drama, but it's definitely different. <laughs> I feel like if you get three or more women in one room, you're going to oh, have sure. some, some sort of like differences of opinions or like mm-hmm. ways of getting something done. And I think that's just like very natural. Yeah. So imagine that, but like 50 plus women or like 100 plus women, because some of our chapters are like, they run like 200 deep. And so yeah. I can only imagine our little chapter of, you know, 50 on a good day um, with that many members. I, I couldn't imagine, but it was um, recruitment in itself. It, I think we can talk so much about it, um, but we're not going to bore you out. Just know that that's just like the very beginning stage of your like whole journey with your organization. Like it's literally yeah. like the tip of the iceberg. Like if you think, recruitment and like bid day is like the height of your you know sorority career then like you're in for it you're so in for it (laughs) it gets better it gets so much better I think it gets more mellow because not everyone is like oh my god welcome like let's do a chant like that doesn't happen after recruitment it's more real yeah but like you kind of just you start to do life with these people like with your sorority sisters and that I think is just that's really cool I that's what I loved about being in a sorority yeah no me too my favorite part was always the retreats it was always my favorite it was a lot and you're tired by the end of that weekend but that's my favorite <laughs> oh I think my favorite moment memory at retreat though was when we first became big little this uh-huh. is like the iconic story because I think the year after this happened and they're like oh it's because Katie and Candace did it but we were at retreat and since our chapters 
smaller uh, on the smaller side i guess they rented out a like big house like just like, like a big cabin house. Yeah. yeah it was so pretty and um we stayed there for like two nights or something like that and mm-hmm. while we were there this was like shortly after big little reveal so like all the new members now have their big and so like that was really fun but then um katie was like downstairs right on the couch you were somewhere mm-hmm. i honestly, yeah, I honestly don't know, know where you started because i i took it upon myself to go hide and i hid like there was a mattress in the closet i don't know like there was just a mattress <laughs> in this closet um because everyone kind of slept slept like cats like <laughs> and um i pushed the mattress out a little bit and i laid in between the wall and the mattress and then i put the pillows back on top of me so it just kind of looked like a bed yeah and i like texted katie and i was like hey come find me and so i just all i hear throughout the house is has anyone seen candace <laughs> and it turned into this whole like she had like four or five people searching for me throughout this yeah, house. And people I could, were like tagging on along with me. <laughs> and I could hear them like come up to the like mattress and they're like going into the restroom. I'm like, I don't see you. She's not in here. And I'm just trying so hard not to laugh because I'm like, oh my God, is everyone like looking for me? It was so funny. I re- that's like one of my favorite memories from retreat. <laughs> I would like go into a room and I would like kind of come back out to like the common area. And I'm like, is she really doing this? Like, is this really happening? <laughs> I really have to go and keep looking for her. <laughs> like, are we really 20 years old? Like, <laughs> I know. It was fun, though. Like, that was, was so fun. Retreat has always been, like, the highlight of my yeah. uh, semester. I'd always look forward yeah. to spring retreat and fall retreat, especially fall retreat, because it's when you have all your new babies and you're just, like, the bonding is just extra, you know? Yeah, like, let us love you. <laughs> and, like, now they do big little reveal um, during recruit uh, retreat, so it's like even more fun. Like it's more special. For those of you who don't know, um, so like in a sorority, you have like a big and a little. Um, a big is like a, a mentor, so they're they're assigned. They're assigned. They're matched <laughs> with a little who, and a little is like a new member who um, will be like their mentor. You know, so yeah. think of it like big sister, little sister. You know, and by no means are your the big and the little is supposed to be like best friends forever, BFFs, oh like yeah. everyone thought so. <laughs> yeah, that is not the purpose of a big. The purpose of a big is to mentor you, answer your questions, kind of be your first like friend, you know, like your your mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys haven't noticed, Katie is my big. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I I do know some big and littles who are just kind of strictly big and littles, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. If you are listening right now and you have a big that you don't talk to all the time and that you feel like you guys aren't, like, best friends, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> because yeah. they're not supposed to be your best friend. They can be. You're not supposed to. So don't, like, stress yourself out on, like, trying to, like, force this relationship with your little or your big if it's just not yeah. where you are. Well, girls would get all stressed out when it was, like – the matching up process and people would like freak out if they like weren't getting so-and-so as they're little. And it's like, it doesn't mean you can't still be friends with them. Yeah. Like I felt like people would act like this is the one only person you can ever talk to ever. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. <laughs> you can no longer talk to any other member in this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> you're big. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so I have a question. Was I your first choice as a little? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no definitely because as we said we met we met like the last recruitment night right it was the one that you hadn't been invited back to yeah is where we really got to talk because i was on panelinic so i didn't get to like have like actual conversations with a lot of the new member or the potential new members and i remember thinking like she had you had no idea which sorority i was in right yeah i had no idea and I'm really like, we just like bonded over Elvis because it was on her phone case. And how many people our age group, like millennials, do you know still listen to Elvis Presley? <laughs> and so we were talking about that. And I remember thinking like, wow, like I hope we get her. Like she's so cool. And then our bid day, we like had that baseball theme. And we were yeah. like standing in line to do baseball. And <laughs> um, my best friend and I, we were like obviously wanting to pair up because we were like, ah, best friends. And we couldn't like hang out a whole bunch because I was disaffiliated. But they were like, no, 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 like pair up with the new members. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And I like ran up and I grabbed you. I was like, Candace, we're going to be partners. And then we did. And and if you go to our Instagram, you'll actually see the picture yeah. of us. And um, then the second, I'm telling you, it's the second that I walked into the RH where we had Big Little Reveal. <laughs> and we walked into the view of all the bigs standing at the top. Yeah. The second, like, we walked in, I immediately made direct eye contact with Katie. And I was like, if she's not my big, this is going to be really awkward. Because I just made full eye contact. Like, While your other bigs looking over, all sad. That would be so sad. Yeah. And then it so happened that she was my big, and then it was like, the rest is history. Like, I guess you would consider, I would consider you one of my best friends, but it's like a different, like, it's like you're my big, like, it's just like a different, different kind of best friend. Yeah. It's like, just like, oh, like my mom. <laughs> I'm your mom. I'm your mom. <laughs> hey, sit down. I'm your mom. <laughs> we marriage. <laughs> so cheat on you. <laughs> No, but I think we got really lucky. And I kind of always wonder if, like, we never became Big Little. Like, I still think we would have been very good friends. Mm -hmm. But it kind of makes me wonder to, like, what extent. Yeah, You know, like, like, would we still have, like, tried to hang out a lot and, like, really get to know each other, like, on a deeper level? Like, would we be having a podcast together right now? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Would we do? Would we be doing insanity at ten o'clock at night on spring break? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, and Tanya from Insanity, if you're listening, fuck you, I hate you. Yeah, I hate you, Tanya. Yeah, get out, get my face. <laughs> if anyone shares a dislike from Tanya on Insanity, um, let us know. Like, put like DM us or like put it in a comments or something. Like, because I have so much hatred for that woman because if you know who she is as a person but like who's who she is as a person that's just i just hate her i'd like to meet her though like one day i would just like to meet her i mean like oh you're tanya like does she know that so many people don't like her well it's just like everyone's over here dying doing these 70 million crunches and she's just like well you know sean i'm just a little tired like no we're dead we're all dead we're all tired like stop what are you doing right now <laughs> i cannot and her smile and she's just like not even sweating and then she just like gets up she's like oh, like 
oh, their abs all showing like okay yeah. we would get so happy like i think like the one time he like had to correct her or something like that yeah. we're like yeah take that time yeah yeah <laughs> how do you like that <laughs> we're weird so sorry um off topic completely <laughs> I always loved going to chapter. I know some girls were like, ugh, chapter, because I have homework to do, blah, blah, blah. But I always loved chapter because, to me, it felt like, you know how, like, some families will do, like, families that, like, live in the same town will kind of have, like, a Sunday dinner where everyone gets together and to have, like, that one meal together? That's how I felt chapter was. I was like, chapter is, like, that one day that you get to see everybody yeah. It always made me feel so good. <laughs> like I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to go Sunday, home. Uh, Sunday family dinner. Yeah, that's exactly oh, how it felt. And for those who don't know, chapter is like a mm-hmm. meeting. Just basically when the chapter comes together kind of over. has like a meeting about, you know, dates and things like that. Yeah. Um, like every yeah. chapter has its like ups and downs with like chapter participation and things like that. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I know for a fact, and if you're listening to this and you're not from our chapter personally and you're like oh my god no my chapter like we always participate all the time 100 percent like that's I, like, a lie <laughs> show me honestly show me like i i don't know how you'll show me that but like i want proof because i think that's a bold-faced lie that you just said to yourself right now mm-hmm. were um, they like lacking something else like lacking dues or whatever <laughs> like, yeah you guys all show up and no one's paying money <laughs> yeah. speaking of dues okay how do you feel about people that are like oh you just pay for your friends like, I'm sure every sorority girl has heard that. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get, I think from an outsider's perspective, I understand why people are saying that because it does appear that way, I think, in a certain aspect. But to me, you're not paying for these friends. You're kind of paying for the organization and what you're supposed to be getting out of it, like this experience mm-hmm. and this opportunity. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, I mean, you know, we do a lot of volunteer work and fundraisers and all that stuff, but it's kind of like getting you ready for the real world. Like it's getting you ready to like plan things, put on events. It's getting you ready to like learn how to multitask and deal with difficult people. And I think you're getting so much more out of it. And then you're also getting to be around people who think, you know, similar values who kind of think a similar way to a point with you and we're kind of like same goals, you know? Yeah, I agree. I don't, I mean, technically, if they want to be super technical about it, like you are paying to yeah. be in the organization to have said friends. Yeah. I don't think it's like me saying like, oh my God, here's a, you know, hundred dollars. Now you're going to be my friend. Because honestly too, like, since we're being honest, not everybody in the sorority are friends. Yeah. No, not everyone gets along with everybody. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's like any organization. You're, you're not always going to see eye to eye with everyone. You're not always going to <laughs> agree with everything that's being mm-hmm. said or the way that you're being led or whatever. Um, so sometimes when they're like, oh, you're paying for your friends, I'm like, great, but they're not all my friends. Like, that's yeah. all of you to assume that we're all friends. That's yeah. like terrible. But like, <laughs> but like it's being, being all of true. Us. Like, it's yeah. being honest. Like, I, and I know that we all like to put on this show that, you know, we all love each other and that we're all, mm-hmm. like, you know, all about each other. Being, if I'm being honest, like, that's not always the case 100% of the time. And there's going to be people in your sorority that you just can't get along with and you just can't right. get an eye and you feel like every time you talk to them, it just doesn't get any better. And, like, that's okay because you're two different people and no one expects you to 
automatically like each other now because you wear the same letters. Like, I think that's... But what was nice about it is I felt like a majority of the times that girls could still, like, if we were doing, like, a Sigma event, everyone was decently okay with each other. Yeah. You know, being around each other. And there weren't a lot of issues, I felt like, there for most of the time with everyone being around each other, regardless if they hung out outside Sigma, you know? Yeah, I agree. That was really nice. And I think that's something that even if you dislike someone you Mm -hmm. guys still had the same underlining goal otherwise you wouldn't have joined the same sorority does that make sense right yeah no definitely but personality clashes like some people just aren't meant to be friends with some people and that's okay and like our chapters we were like what we got up to like 50 girls at one point right yeah a little around that number so i mean that's still a large group of girls but like on like the sorority basis like that's a small amount of girls together yeah and so it was nice because it's like everybody knew each other in the whole chapter for the most part but like if you go to like bigger colleges and bigger chapters it's you really don't really know your upper like your upperclassmen as much yeah kind of like the group that you join with like your class is what they call it that's kind of like your friend group it's kind of who you stick with for the most part so it was nice being able to know like older members and younger members and it was mixed very well but I think though too when you said like whatever whenever you join that class like that's who you're closest to Mm -hmm. if you're not careful with that that's when you start to form cliques and like groups Um, which is again I'm not saying they're not bad because there's definitely going to be people that you just vibe with better than others yeah you're going to be drawn to more yeah and everybody has like their small group that they you know hang out with on a daily basis yeah but it's when it starts to get toxic is when it's like okay we get it like you guys are best friends okay like thank you you start excluding others yeah that's when it becomes that's when the click problem becomes the actual problem yeah and that's that's just no fun because then it feels like high school and you're just like oh come on now like we're all adults here. We shouldn't be mm-hmm. like, you can't sit with us. Don't, no, you can't come. Like, okay, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, are we in seventh grade? Like, what is this? <laughs> I know some, for the majority of my time in Sigma, we didn't have that big of a click issue. I can't really speak much to once I left, but I feel like overall it was pretty decent. And I think compared to like other sororities that we saw it wasn't as big of an issue and even when we traveled and would talk to other girls from other sigma chapters i was like oh wow you guys have it bad <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like nothing like our girls are angels compared to yeah i remember a few when i went to um denim uh woman of character like the denim institute mm-hmm. um there was a few chapters um i won't mention any names but there's a few chapters that they were talking about like we are we were at round tables and they were like basically saying like so what are your problems they had like a advisor at each table and they're kind of like kind of like spill your issues we'll see mm-hmm. if we can give you some advice type stuff it was like probably like a filler event and yeah. um one of the girls talking about clicks and everyone at the table was like oh yeah you know like oh us too us too but then she was going into detail about like what was happening and then slowly, like, everyone was like, oh, no. Like, not <laughs> actually. That is, That's just you. <laughs> that is a your problem. I mean, I'm sure other chapters probably have their, like, version of that problem. But um, luckily, yeah, for as long as I've been in Sigma and known Sigma, like, I've never thought, our, like, the click problem was 
outrageous or anything that was like super yeah good. oh my god this is i felt like i could have called up like any member and been like yo let's hang out and we yeah. would have you know what I mean? Yeah. It might have been a little awkward at first, but. Yeah, because you're like, I don't know you, <laughs> like, as well. <laughs> but yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll navigate these waters. As, as much joy being mm-hmm. sorority has brought me, I feel like the same could be said about, like, like stress and oh, yes. anxiety and like anger sometimes mm-hmm. um, because I don't want everyone to think like when you join a sorority your whole life is just turns into like little like rays of sunshine and like s- glitter and giggles and like bubbles and whatever yeah. like, cliche sorority stereotype there is because um, that's not that's not the whole experience that is a part of it don't get me wrong glitter is mm-hmm. pretty much present all the time but on the flip side so much stress and so oh much, much like stress. hair pulling out and so much yeah. oh and that's like the stuff that I'm obviously you're not going to go into recruitment and be like hi please join our sorority so we can stress you out like no like it's not you know that's not the best selling point but I know that like when I joined Sigma yeah the very next semester I became an officer and then I stayed an yeah. officer for the rest of the all the and um which is that's something I like to do like I love I love being in like leadership positions I love Mm -hmm. you know being able to like help you know make a change or anything like that like that's yeah my bread and butter I love that so I wasn't like stressing about like that per se but I definitely in the beginning just like bit off a big chunk like going from new member to VPO yeah (laughs) big that's a big officer position too. It's not like yeah. lighter ones. That was definitely something that was like, what did you get yourself into? But <laughs> honestly, that was still nothing compared to presidency, which we could talk about later. Um, because that was a whole nother different level of like stress and angst and like frustration. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, still a lot of love and I love all my sisters, but like that, that's when I was like, oh, y'all going to make me lose my mind. As DMX <laughs> <No>. said. <laughs> no, I totally get it. And I feel like being the smaller chapter, there's more girls who have to put in more work. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, there's only so many positions and there's a smaller amount of girls. So it's like more of us had to step up and do stuff. And but I would say didn't step up. It was frustrating. A lot of the str- – yeah, I know. A lot of the stress was, like, stress I put on myself, I think. Because mm. I, like, like you're saying, like, bit off more than you can chew. I put a lot on my plate that I shouldn't have. Because mm-hmm. I had a hard time saying no. Yeah. That's <laughs> People will be like, hey, can you do this? And you just want to help. And you just, like, want the best for your chapter. And you're like, yeah, totally. That was my issue. I put, sorority should be a priority, but I made it my number one priority. Yeah. And that's, like, something, too, that w- once I graduated – I like realized like when I was in Sigma like as a collegiate member like it was like my whole everything I did Sigma 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 like like whether it's like officer stuff or just being a sister or like Mm -hmm. just like everything dealt around it and then when I graduated I was like whoa like what the heck like it was almost like I was just like in a little like bubble like a Sigma bubble and then it like popped and I graduated and then I was like oh my gosh 
like there's so much more stuff that I need to be focusing on right now. Like what yeah. am I doing? <laughs> it's like looking back on it. Like once you're kind of like have stepped away, you're kind of like, why was I stressing out so much? Like, I didn't need to be doing all that stressing out. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't need to be doing all that work <laughs> as much, I should say. Yeah. But you just care so much about it. Like, you love it. Mm-hmm. You wanted to make it, like, this great thing. And you're just like, this shouldn't be your whole world. Like, it should be a fun part of your life, but it shouldn't be everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think, too, that's where a lot of frustration, like, for two collegiate members, if you have one member who, like, it isn't their everything and you have one member who it is their everything but like that's where clashes happen because then like why don't you try like you're never here and I'm always the one doing the volunteer and I'm always this and then the other members like because I have other things to do like I feel like that's where like a lot of like clashes happen Um, and like a lot of drama starts is because the people who do do everything and it is their everything they start to get tired of the people who don't (laughs) <laughs> do anything <laughs> and then the members who are like really do like care so much they start getting burnt out mm-hmm. yep. which makes it almost worse it's like you don't want to put a bad taste in your mouth just because you're doing yeah. all this like extra heavy lifting and that's like if that's one thing i can get like if there's any graduating senior right now who's in a sorority um mm-hmm. and you're listening to this like do whatever you have to do to leave the sorority on a good note because like, you don't want to, you don't want to leave your sorority with such a bitter taste that like, no matter what happens now, you're just like, oh, well, I hate my Because I mean, you really, if you really think back to it, like there were, you've had some really good times in the chapter, but they're being overshadowed by like some bad drama or some bad, you know, whatever happened and not yeah. like, trying to belittle whatever happened, but just, I promise you, you're going to feel so much better in the future if you just leave on a good note. Versus mm-hmm. leaving very bitter and then, like, only being able to remember the bitter stuff and not, like, the sweet joy that it brought you at some point in your life. You know? Yeah, I mean? you have to learn to, like, let it go. Like, you had your time in the chapter. You did all that you could do. And now it's other people's turn to kind of run it. And you just have to, like, let it go. Yeah. I had a hard time with that. Just walk away. <laughs> it, I, it was very – I could not. I struggled, Biggie. I struggled so much. (laughs) I know you did. I know. Well, and that's another thing you're talking about aging out that like people need to keep in mind, you know, going into sorority, even if you get like caught up in it being like such a high priority is you, it's designed to be for just for college. You know what I'm saying? Like it's designed for you to age out of it. Like it can't be, it's not going to be there when you're like 30 or whatnot, unless you, I guess you go on and get a career in Sigma, but that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like it comes a point you hit an age and I think what mine was like 23 and I was just kind of like, what is any of this anymore? <laughs> like <laughs> I just at a point in my life where I'm like, I'm cut and I feel bad saying it was like, I'm kind of too old for this now. Yeah. And it like, it made me like look back on like all the, seen like the graduating seniors when I first joined and kind of like why they were doing certain things or saying certain things. I'm like, it makes so much sense. It's mm-hmm. like your priorities are just different. Like it's sorority stuff. Like it's fun. And like, I'm happy I did it and all that stuff. But like some of it was like unnecessary stress. Like when you're like trying to strive for like pillars and doing certain things, I'm just like, Oh my God. Because it kind of, like, it puts you in, like, this smaller world, which is fine for the time, yeah. you know, but then you kind of have to realize, like, there's a bigger world outside of what 
these standards are. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Don't, and I feel like that's yeah. what gives sorority members such a bad rep is when you have like those few members mm-hmm. that are just so, I don't even know the word for it. Like uptight. <laughs> when you, yeah, just like, when you're just like a bitch, like, like, yeah, <laughs> you just ruin it for everyone. And yes, like in a different sorority. So like, like I said, there's two us in ASA, yeah. like there's so many kind people mm-hmm. in both sororities, but yeah. from both sororities, if you just have one major bitch, it ruins it for everybody. Yes. No, exactly. and that sucks. And that's, t- I hate that. It's kind of like people take it too seriously yeah you know like talking like about the other sorority it's like sometimes people would take like the competition with the other sorority like too seriously and it's like we're all kind of like in the same thing together like they may be like different organizations but they're both sororities we both like do the basic same things and I never understood that like there's no reason to try to like compete so so much within one another don't get started on greek week lord Everyone took Greek Week so seriously, except for, like, two organizations. And us, that was one of us. <laughs> it was us and another organization. And the other ones were, like, it was, like, life or death. Like, the Olympics for them. And it's, like, yeah. dude, and all of this is made up. Like, I don't know how to explain that to you. You're getting a hammer. It's not even real, like, gold. Like, it's just, like, literally just a hammer, like, at a PCB vibe. Like, it's not anything, like, crazy. (laughs) Oh, my God, the fucking hammer. But I will have to say, and people may disagree with me, and I understand it, but I always will encourage girls to join a sorority, but it's the, I have the opposite feeling when it comes to fraternities. I get that. Because it's a... Yes, I think there are probably good fraternities out there, and I think it really does help a lot of men maybe kind of, like, coming out of their shell, being a little bit more, like, confident and, like, helping them, like, learn the same skills that we're learning. But I think overall, I think it's a toxic, like, environment Mm. and, like, lifestyle. And I think what it – it's just, like, it's chalked up to, like, they're all trying to be a certain image, and it's, like, almost a vicious cycle. And I kind of feel like you're going to get more harm than good of a fraternity at this point in age, like in time. Do you think down the road of like our chapter? Yeah, possibly. Like, do you think we could get a bunch of girls together (laughs) in one place in time? Well, seeing as we could barely get them to chapter meetings, (laughs) um, that would be be really cool. I feel like that's what I always wanted. Would have to be like somewhere cool enough for them to go. But yeah, I encourage people to give it a shot. Just give it a try. Even if you don't think it's for you, you're like, there's no way, like, I'm super edgy. Like, I won't fit in anywhere. Like, I'm a loner. Like, okay, we have loners in our chapter. We have edgy people in our chapter. We have super girly girls in our chapter. We have, like, it's people that are into sports. Like, you yeah, super diverse. how diverse yeah. chapters can be. So, like, just try it because you just never know. And, like, through the chapter, I've gained so much how to deal with opinionated people, yeah. our management, you know, how to correctly talk to people. Like, some people you can be very straightforward with. Some people, they will cry if you say something. <laughs> so, like, just learning how to talk to people, learning how, yeah. like, conflict 
management, just things like that. I've learned so much with dealing with these grown women um, that I don't think I would have gotten. So like if you're thinking about it or if you're interested or if you're like, oh, okay, like give it a shot. You just, you never know. Mm-hmm. Sorority, sororities can, joining a sorority can change your life. I, I truly believe that. But um, for those who are considering going through rec- recruitment or already in a sorority or whatever, like everyone's experience is different. Even girls who are joining the same chapter that we were in are still going to have a different experience. So you never know, you know what it could be for you guys. And really, if you guys have questions about sorority life that we didn't really cover, ask us. Message us. Put it in the comments. If we get enough questions, maybe we'll do another segment answering those questions. Speaking of big littles, Candace, who was our boss best bitch this week? <laughs> oh my God, I feel like a proud mom. Um, our boss best bitch of the week goes to my little Jennifer. And she's, I think, either the same height as me or, like, a little bit taller, I think. Um, but that's okay because she's still my little. So um, <laughs> Jenny is our boss as bitch of the week because that yeah. is what she is. And um, she is a NICU nurse, so she works mm-hmm. in the NICU, and that is – her dream job and and um, she pretty much did what everyone wishes they could do which is graduate college and immediately like go into get their dream job job. and i know that she had um like it wasn't just like all like rainbows like you know just laid out for her she had to work really really hard to get to her her position now Mm -hmm. um but i think i can speak on behalf of anyone who knows jenny is that like she was always working always studying Um, I actually lived with her my senior year and she was either at like studying at a friend's house or studying like in her room like she was always it was always school um, Mm -hmm. as far as like getting her stuff done so she worked really hard to get to where she is now and it's just like really it's really good to see see it paying off for her really yeah like Yeah. yeah and like every job has stress and has their downs but like she's doing it like she's doing the damn thing and like that's just so cool and it's nice knowing, like, knowing how hard she works. It's nice knowing that she's somebody who's taking care of, like, really fragile babies. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? <laughs> Instead of the girl who, like, half-assed it through nursing school for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh. Like, I love Mimi. I want them to be taken care of by Jenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the Miss Quizlet over there, you know? Not, just Not the C's get degrees girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We mean no offense by that, but like also. That's just we're talking about NICU babies and nursing (laughs) specific. (laughs) So Jenny, if you're listening to this, we love you. We're so proud of you. And um, keep kicking ass. Keep working hard. (laughs) (laughs) Miss you, girl. Me, Lord. Oh, God. Okay, we need to end this. This is getting all crazy. (laughs) All types of crazy. All right, guys. Well, that's all that we have for this episode. We hope that you have learned a lot about sororities. Um, And if you have any other comments, questions, concerns, Um, remarks, anything like that, go ahead and leave it on our Instagram, and we would love to chit-chat with you. If you are like, these girls are super, super, duper cool, and we want to um, tell our friends about them, go ahead and do so. 
because um, we want to be friends with everybody um, because that's just who we are. But other than that, that is all that we have. So, bye. bye.